So, have you heard the PlayStation 5 has dropped? Yes, yes. Uh, yesterday they had a big, uh, uh, the long-awaited uh, press event that we've been waiting patiently since uh, Sony's been taking their time to release all that information. So finally we actually got a look at the PlayStation 5. Yes, and the PlayStation 5, speaking of looks, looks interesting. You know, to me, it looks like a pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the memes already, right? I, know I have seen, seen the memes. I saw the, uh, you got the Yu-Gi-Oh meme. You got the Cell meme. Yeah, so there's the Seto, Seto. I was rolling. But, you know, finally, we got to see the PS5. We saw the Xbox a few months ago. Right around a right, few months right. ago, yeah, somewhere around March, maybe probably February, somewhere around there. You know, they came in strong, of course, with their titles. But now PlayStation finally dropped. You know, they had a delay due to the COVID. Then they had another delay because they wanted the um, BLM movement, you know, to right. do what they're doing. So they finally dropped it, and they also gave a million dollar donation towards the BLM. So there's a lot to talk about, um, and I want to get your view and what do you think. What do you think about the uh, the whole show and and all together? So you know, PlayStation has been taking their time rolling out all this information, right? So you know, we've been patiently waiting. They've been kind of showing things here and there, but it wasn't really what we wanted. We really wanted to see what the console looked like. We really wanted the price point. We really wanted to see what games we wanted to. We wanted to see the next generation of gaming. So. Um, so this is like one of the pre first press events that I actually got time to actually watch it as it was coming out. So, yep. you know, usually I'm at work and, and everything, but uh, luckily I was off. So I got to just sit down and just, you know, enjoy, you know, taking the content. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little disappointed. Uh, I was a little disappointed and I feel that, you know, we've waited for so long that, um, you know, they... And, and, you know, I guess this always happens with every gaming cycle, every console. You want them to come out the gate swinging, you yes. know, and I felt like PlayStation really didn't. I, I felt like they took a little bit of a safe approach in terms of releasing what exactly what they were going to have on their next gen uh, console. So, you know, they started off really strong. They started off with the Spider-Man, Miles Morales. So that got me super hype. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be a standalone. So they're, they're reporting now that it's going to be a standalone. I thought it was going to be more of an expansion, but they decided to go with a whole, you know, standalone Miles Morales, just continuing that story from last year, last year's Spider-Man. So they had some heavy hitters. They had some contenders. I know you're really excited to talk about. And um, I'm just, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm a little, I'm a little lukewarm on it. I'm just a little lukewarm. A little lukewarm. All right. So you see, I am actually, um, I'm standing with you on that. I think it was a little lackluster. You know, um, everybody already knew in some way, shape, or form there was another Horizon coming. You know, uh, everybody already knew a Resident Evil 8 was coming, and we're going to talk about that a little later. Um, so it wasn't anything surprising, you know. Um, Sony, they were talking about Spider-Man ever since they talked about the PS5. You know, we were just expecting... Uh, I guess a Spider-Man, uh, what do you want to say, the uh, the better edition, you know, the faster loading edition. <laughs> right, right, right. right <laughs> and right. that's what they were talking about. Then we got the Miles Morales version, which I'm very happy about, you know, and I'm glad it's not an expansion. They already confirmed that, you know, it's it's a true game, kind of like um, Uncharted, the uh, legacy title. Right. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's an expansion on the story, but it's its own story, which is great. Um, 
But I don't know, man, because there were so many rumors about Silent Hill. You know, I was waiting for that. There's so many rumors about uh, Sony working with uh, Konami IPs. You know, we didn't see anything. We didn't see a Metal Gear. We didn't see a Silent Hill. We didn't see uh, Castlevania. We saw nothing. We saw right. titles that we knew were coming, and then titles that I kind of felt like could be played on the PS4. Again, I already said that. I really, the design is cool, um, but I think they could have gone a little better. You know, it seems like they want to do more futuristic Apple-ish kind of uh, take on it, but they missed the mark. You know what I mean? Like, most products now are sleek. It uh, doesn't have weird, like, <laughs> like, I don't even know what to call it. I don't know what that is. You know, it, it's an open muscle. It's it, it's a yeah, beach muscle. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know what to call it. But, um... In terms of titles, um, you know, Gran Turismo, I'm not a racing fan, so it looked good again visually, but I'm not really into it. Is there any title that that really grabbed your attention? Because they did say a few titles, and some of them grabbed mine, but I would like to go with your opinion on a title that, a new IP that, you know, right. grabbed your attention. This was like throughout the whole uh, event, you know, they, they showed Hitman and I, there's been so many iterations of Hitman and just the way they kind of just showed that out that they showed a, they showed, you know, the trailer and then they cut out and then they had a developer talk for like two seconds and they showed more of that trailer, trailer, which was like, and it wasn't even like it gave no substance, like it did, but it didn't. So I just thought that was weird. So, you know, and we've, we've seen Hitman like too many times and the only, the, one of the ones that I've thought was, re was really, you know, interesting was the Returnal. You know, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not too big on the name, but I get it. Return and Eternal, so you're yeah. constantly... So, you know, it was a third-person third person shooter. You know, you're playing as this... She looks like an astronaut. She's going into this, this weird planet, and she keeps on attacking and then dying and then coming back. And then mm -hmm. they said that the every time she dies, she comes back and the world kind of changes because... Yeah. It's assimilating with her, and it's changing, and it's adapting. So I really thought that was, like, really cool idea in terms of just, you know, it reminds me of that movie uh, with uh, Tom Cruise where time... Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, it's that, that time about. movie. It they, they actually, uh, not to cut you off, but that movie has, like, two titles, and now I have to remember what it's called but go ahead continue <laughs> yeah so it's like time after end the return of tomorrow some some weird like yeah. <laughs> yeah, something long and unnecessary but um so yeah i thought that was pretty cool again um ghostwire tokyo now i had seen a couple of uh, screenshots from game informer a couple of months back and uh we got to kind of see exactly what that game was about you know it's kind of like a paranormal meets digital kind of that's the idea it gave me and you kind of have like manipulation of Tokyo and you're able to use these elemental, it's like bringing order back into this dystopian kind of just like you have like these weird ring-esque, I guess that's the best <laughs> way to, like these creatures that are just coming out of the ground and yeah. you know, it's just, so I thought that one was really cool. I, I, I was really interested, you know, first person. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to implement that that VR into, into that, you know? So that one, I'm really excited for that one. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so being uh, all right, so being that I've, you know, back in PlayStation one, you know, I have to talk about this because I think this is the one that interested me second most, you know, Resident Evil eight is on top. And again, we'll get to that. But then there was one title, Oddworld. That game 
right. was one of my favorite, favorite PlayStation titles. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, and Abe's Exodus. Because it's a big brain game. You know what I mean? Like, you have to think about all your movements, you know, how to save um, your... It's not his family, but how to save his kind out of, you know, all these crazy traps. And you're talking about, like, right, bombs right, right. and dudes shooting them. And I think showing that game was really cool. But at the same time, the fan base probably already dispersed. So I don't know if that will even impact the sales of the PlayStation 5, you know. But, you know, that was one of the games that I was um, super interested in. And there was another game, um, I think it was called Pragmata, if I'm saying yeah. it right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pragmata. And it was like... Um, I don't. I, I gotta do research, and you guys can see it on the um, editing screen. But I believe that's the game that the Dead Space writers uh, created. Because to be honest, when I saw that game, I saw Dead Space all over it. You know, like just how it's how it portrayed itself, the atmosphere. You know, this guy's alone. He's in this spacesuit, and all of a sudden, all of this crazy stuff is happening, and. Um, inside his mind, you know, something's going on. And then out of nowhere, the very ending, he's on the moon looking at Earth with some kid. Right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, go ahead, go ahead. I, I thought, no, I thought, you know what, what came to mind, I thought that was going to be a Konami, because that, I thought, not a Konami, but a Kojima. I honestly, that that just, that just, it just, just reeked of Kojima. And I, yeah, it just reeked of Kojima. And I just, I have, I was playing the other day, I was playing Death Stranding. So that kind of gave me that kind of isolation. Isolated is just me and this little girl, and there's like a cat, and the cat's walking around too. It's just yeah. like this. So I honestly thought it was going to be something along that, you know, his new Ludens and and his new, you know, uh, development uh, uh, company. But it was just like I I thought I honestly thought that was going to be Hideo Kojima just coming out and saying. Hey, you know, I got here's this new thing one. for you. Right? Here's yeah. another, here's, you know, and um, because, you know, that's what we were, we're, we're waiting, you know, and Death Stranding was kind of one of those games that it was just one of those, he came out swinging with that. It was just very weird, you know, but it's just like, it's so weird. You like it, you know, because that has always been his kind of thing. You know, he's just this yeah. niche creator who just brings these, you know, you just, you deliver packages, essentially. <laughs> like That's, that's, yeah. that's the premise. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, it's just like you go to different places and you pick up packages, and it's just time fall and the rain, just like it's just this weird game. And very that's hardcore why, Amazon packaging, right? Right, very extreme <laughs> delivery service, man. So, definitely, definitely. All right, then, um, there was another game that stood out, um, Kenna, Kena, maybe Kena, Kena, yeah, yeah, I think Kena? it could be Kena, Kena, I'm not too sure. The Bridge of Spirits, where there was these cute little, uh, I feel like Star Wars created those characters. These cute, you know, those little, um, it looks like little, um, the, the black blobs, you know? <laughs> right, right, And, like, uh, every time you defeat a monster, you know, it seems like you give that part of the, um, of the world life. You know, it's like dead, barren place, and then you see her fighting these creatures, and then when the creatures finally die, you see life, you see trees, you see grass, you see the uh, little animals coming back. Um, I, I really felt like that game uh, visually was Zelda, Zelda-esque. Yeah, right. You know, right. but then again, it also looks like a DreamWorks animation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the gameplay felt Zelda, but the animation looked like there was a DreamWorks studio behind it. And if that's the kind of graphic quality that we're getting from the PS5, I'm all for it. I am 
all for it because <laughs> that game looked really good. And uh, Project Athia, maybe? Yeah, Project. That's the um, the Square Enix one, right? Project yes, Athia. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Project yeah. Athia. You know, and that game looked really good too. I'm like, wow, visually these games are looking very good. Um, and that's going to actually be something that I'm going to talk about again with Resident Evil 8. So before we get into that, is there anything else you want to say? Because um, there's a lot that I saw in Resident Evil 8 that I don't think people noticed. And it, it's going to be a big topic. And I'm also going to ask you questions about Resident Evil 8. So if there's anything else you want to say before we get into that, go right ahead. You know, spill it out. Well, I actually, and I haven't I haven't played a Ratchet and Clank game in quite <laughs> yeah. some time. And... Um, <laughs> I was I was really researching because it's uh, you know it's like he's going through this dimensional rift. So that's basically the, the the gist of the whole gameplay, and that was gameplay. So there was no loading when he's falling through these portals. It's like yes. this is legit, just like he's seamlessly going through going these. Through. There's no loading. There's no black screen. There's <laughs> nothing. And I just thought I was like, no way. Like it's just it's amazing to see that we've gotten this far ahead, where you know developers don't have to you know, hide their loading of a new world behind some kind of like you walking through a long hallway and that's because they're rendering the environment and, you know, you've just taken this long, you know, pointless walk through the through the world and I was just, he was just seamlessly and it never stopped yes. and the action didn't stop and he was on a dragon and he's flying through a dragon and he jumps through a portal again and I'm just like, not once did it just say loading. No load. That and, whole thing. And Rift Apart, it's, um, I'm going to play it, you know. I'm going to play it. Definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely so, going to pick that up. Yeah, and I'm also going to play that cat game, uh, Stray. It was oh, very no, no, weird. No, no. <laughs> I'm, 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 it was a very weird game, but that concept looks looks interesting. It, it, it looks very well, interesting. I was, I was looking. I was like, what is a delivery? It said it was like a delivery uh, a delivery cat. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> deliveries and stuff like that. I don't know what's... Does 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 the society want to be like I want to I want to be a delivery man I want to just deliver <laughs> shit like I don't exactly. know but. I don't know and then um there's there was also um twisted rep twisted metal remake what was it called oh uh that is I think destruction derby all star destruction derby right? yes destruction derby all star yes yes how do you feel about that game oh, I I actually am interested I'm very interested because. Okay, so you have Destruction Derby. And I remember playing like a Destruction Derby game on PlayStation 1. It's one of those like bottom bin games they used to have. And, you know, my mother picked it up and she said. Um, so I'm looking at it and the concept is pretty cool because it's like you can tell it's a lot of customization. So you can put whatever you want on your car. You can put like a sword. It looked like a blade just coming yeah, right through the middle. Right, you through the like, right through. But if they hit your car hard enough, instead of you just, that's it. The character actually flies out of the car, and you—I guess you have to yeah attack someone else's car. And I was just like, and he was doing parkour, and I was like, okay, I'm in for it. I'm it looks like, fun. It definitely looks fun. Um, I will definitely like just you know maybe when it goes on some kind of game pass, I'll, I'll pick it up, but I don't know if I'll buy it. Yeah. All right. And then now the infamous Resident Evil Eight. So like, oh. so in my Facebook, on my Instagram, probably on yours, everybody says. One of the games that everybody seems interested in is Resident Evil 8. You know, that's the game that everybody is really like, whoa, this is crazy. Right. You know, um, and I understand it because visually, again, it looks amazing. You get this glimpse of a werewolf. It completely turns you off of what Resident Evil is supposed to be. 
right? Resident Evil is supposed to be um, biological monsters, you know, created by a company called Umbrella, and you're trying to save everybody. You know, pretty much. That's a small premise. You know, getting so far into the story, we'll be here for years. Right. Um, and then out of nowhere, a werewolf comes up, you know? So it's like, uh, we're, going, we're going mythical, like, what's going on? But there's a few things that I wanted to talk about. So Resident Evil 8, if you look at the trailer, I feel like the frame rate wasn't proper. Like, uh, when you look at the trailer again, and you guys can see it below in the box, there's certain parts where the frame rate looks like it's staggered. You know, and it kind of worried me, because maybe there was a load time. And again... I know Resident Evil 8 is a little far off for release. I'm sure 2021 will get a new update on August. Yes, August. But it didn't look smooth. Like, it looked jagged. Uh, especially the part where um, whatever it was grabs your main character from the ceiling. You can actually see the frames kind of drop a little bit. And then, you know, he gets pulled up. Or, like, really massive stuff. And we're talking about a village full of snow. I don't know what it is to program snow. But I can imagine it must be one of the most difficult things. You know, footsteps, uh, you know, when snow spreads or like if you're running through it or if you're shooting by it, like all that particle stuff. So I can imagine how much work the PlayStation um, or Xbox would have to do to render, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, We also found out that Chris Redfield is back. Everybody's Resident Evil favorite. He seems different. You know, he seems lost, disconnected. A lot of people keep calling him evil, and I don't think that he's evil. I think he's disconnected. I don't think he knows what he's doing right now. You know, if I mean, maybe you've seen the trailer. You know, um, I don't know how much lore you know of Resident Evil, but how did you feel about what you saw? Okay, so I'm not, I am a Resident Evil. I, I didn't, unfortunately, when it came out for like PlayStation 1, I wasn't able to enjoy all that. So I, I missed out on the Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, and 3. To get back onto like the Resident Evil 8, I know you're the res, you're the resident Resident Evil <laughs> fan expert, yes. you know, and um, so I watched it. I played Resident Evil 7. I played it into its entirety. I didn't, I didn't download the DLC. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into all that. Uh, but I remember at the end when you finished, you know, fighting uh, that big mold uh, yeah. monstrosity, right? Uh, grandma they, mold. Right, grandma, <laughs> right. They have, so you see Chris at the end and his design was, we were like, wait a minute, that's that's who? Chris who? That? That's, that's not the Chris we grew up with. This is somebody completely different. So now that I'm going back to the Resident Evil trailer, you know, it, it's like you said, it's a very, it's very reminiscent of that Resident Evil Four. They're in a the village. It's like this, you know, this architecture, and there's a lot of things. If you actually watch it, because I actually watched it slower, so I could be on par with you with this conversation, because I was trying to pick out a lot of things. You know, it was very just kind of like, wait a minute. So you see Chris and his demeanor is just, you know. So then you could just, you could see like, was that Chris Redfield we saw earlier? Was that just maybe that's not Chris Redfield? Maybe. You know, Chris actually, you know, they try to, you know, he, he saw what was going on with the uh, with the newly formed umbrella and it was still more of the same. And he went to this village to investigate and but he had this dark. I'm like 10 seconds in. He just like he murked somebody like right yeah. down the floor. I'm just like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> and that somebody, if I'm correct, is Ethan's wife. 
Really? That's okay. why he says, why? Yeah, that yeah. was Ethan. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. I can't. I can't. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know if he's disconnected with reality, because just like you said, in Resident Evil 4, that's what it was. Everybody was plagued. You know, everybody was had this virus in them being controlled by somebody else. You know, what if, like you said, Chris went over there because of something Umbrella related and he got caught? Who We don't know. You know what I mean? We have no idea. All we know is that right now, Ethan is our main character. His wife got shot by Chris, and there's a werewolf running around. That's all we know. <laughs> that's to, to sum it up, that's really all we know. And I am excited for it. I'm excited to see what it is. Um, again, I'm going to show you guys another clip of that frame rate. I hope they fix it. I'm sure they will, because again, it's early stages. You know, it's probably still in pre-alpha. You know, and then they'll just start cleaning up frame rates and they'll start cleaning up everything else. But that brings me to our pretty much our last topic. We'll still have a little few tidbits to talk about, but frame rates and console designs and what's inside of it. So the question you hear a lot is what's the price point? What do you believe is the price point, right? right. And what how do you feel about that before we get more into it? Well, it's kind of a, well, we, we saw the specs. I know we're going to get into that a little bit deeper, uh, a little bit later on, but we saw the specs. So you, you, we already know what kind of powerhouses we're dealing with, you know, the Xbox side and, you know, the PS5. And they're saying that basically this can, you know, stand up to your PC. You know, that's really, you know, them, them trying to push the envelope, trying to give developers and publishers more free range, more uh, <clears throat> giving them the ability to manipulate and use and take their hardware really to the next level, yep. um, next level gaming, you know? Yep. So, um, but like, you know, it's very tricky, you know, it's a lot of factors that come into it because, you know, it's, within the, you know, the speculation, why hasn't PS5 said how much we're selling for? Yep. And, you know, you look at that, I'm like, well, why? We already know what's in there, you know, well, but there's always competition. They have to, they're waiting for Microsoft to be like, look, listen, we're, we're selling we're selling this for $5.99 or because remember when initially the uh, when it was the PS4 and the Xbox Xbox <clears throat> when they came out uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, PS4 under uh, underpriced their PS4 under Xbox. Yes. And that ended up in the long run that ended up being profitable for them because not only were more people buying. They, they were able to push more units. So yes. in the lifetime of the PS4, it actually outsold. And I think right now the data shows that PS4 has outsold Xbox, like exponentially, by like, like yes. by a lot. So when you look at that, you know, you, you kind of see, well, if does PlayStation stay true to that and just like, hey, listen, we're going to give it to the most people we possibly can and then start banking on you know, these exclusivity deals and start, hey, look, we can get it to more people. And because uh, remember, they, they, it's, they have to see. Remember when Xbox said, well, you, we're going to have uh, DRNs on our games and we're not letting anybody play unless you have. PlayStation yep. was like, no, 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 no. We're yeah. going to throw a jab and be like, you can share your game with yeah, whatever you, you can want. Share your game. And yep. it, was just, it was just a backlash on Xbox. Like, how could you, you know, how could you do that to us? You know, it's our, we bought it. So we, we should be able to do what we want with it. Yes. So in terms of pricing, it could be in this market, you know, it's like you have the hardware, but you don't want to put it because people, the reason why people go into consoles is because they can't afford or 
you know, high-end PCs, I bought a PC for 1500 You don't yeah. have that kind of money lying around. No. So it's like, and especially with uh, things with like COVID and things that have happened. So the economy is very different now. We're in a different space. So does somebody who has just gotten off of unemployment want to start putting, shelling out 500 600 $700 on a console? Mm-hmm. And and how will that affect their sales? So it's I I I I think four ninety nine would be that that sweet spot. The sweet for them. spot. Mm-hmm. Maybe raise it up by fifty dollars, maybe. But mm-hmm. I don't see them going. If they go five ninety nine, six ninety nine, like that's no, I, don't, I don't see it happening. I don't know. <laughs> um, if you was to buy something like this again, if you was to build something like this, you're definitely looking at at least thousand three hundred dollars cheapest. So, even if Sony was to sell it, let's say for $700, which they will not do because it's not a smart idea, I understand. But your average consumer will not. You know, your average consumer will be like, there's no way I'm not going to spend money on this. Do you feel for the average consumer, you know, not not your pro gamers, but for your average consumer, do you feel that it should be a day one purchase? it's hard you know it's just like you want to be on the forefront you want to be but you know we've been through this so many times when that comes out day one a lot of the stuff you won't have access to it a lot of those games a lot of those exclusive games coming out they're not going to be available to you so i would like to see it more into the wild and see you know what are you willing to offer me can i wait will they you know because this is always evolving and they could be like oh well, well we have a price drop or whatever so i definitely would advise and just just wait it out a little bit look at you know but if you are dead set you know you just really look at what they're giving you offering you and then you make that investment but i definitely would wait yes and there you guys have it i mean i also agree um I, I believe the average consumer uh, should wait because, I mean, you're going to be playing PS4. A lot of those titles is probably going to end up on PS4, you know, uh, in some way, shape or form. Um, backwards compatibility, we're still not even sure of. Right. You know, so for a parent to go out their way and try to get their child the PS5 and that kid sees more use in his Nintendo Switch or the Xbox or the PlayStation 4, it's a waste of investment. And I can't agree with you anymore. And, you know, it, this has been great, you know, a great topic. And I'm glad to do this with you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. That's been <laughs> awesome. And we're going to see many more of this. This is our first podcast, guys. And and video, and you can see, I mean, you can hear it on, you know, your regular podcast channels iTunes, Spotify, and all that good stuff. You'll see links at the bottom. <laughs> you know, um, any last words before we head out, brother? Uh, no, I, I, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about something that I truly love, and uh, I spent a lot of money on it, and <laughs> I want to talk about it because it's just, you know, it's, it's. I think the last study I had looked, like it, one in every five homes has some kind of gaming device in their home. So I definitely am honored and I, I thank you very much. And I, I hope to get just more content and just get on the grind. Absolutely. And guys, that is your first GNG production. We will see you later. Peace.